I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 267. And the backlog from hell continues to shrink. It's almost the backlog from, like, heck. Now, it's really, I am knocking games off my backlog at a fantastic speed. Uh, and another one this week, we're talking about the winner of July's Patreon poll, and that is Wario Land 4 for the GBA. And as longtime listeners of this show probably know, uh, my Game Boy Advance resume is about as impressive as my real-life resume. I have very little experience with Nintendo's advanced Game Boy, and it's not because I think it sucks or anything like that. Frankly, I think the thing is fucking awesome it just came out in an era of my life where i was frosting my tips and crushing smirnoff ice at the <laughs> i wish that wasn't true but it fucking is and i wasn't playing a ton of video games so and you know it's like well it's kind of sad that i missed out on the gba in its prime it's it's nice that i have such an incredible library of games that i can go back and experience for the first time one of the cool things about this show is i get messages from people being like oh i never really played a lot of super nintendo and now i am or sega genesis or nintendo 64 whatever insert your retro console of choice here that's me with the gba and it's been awesome like in the past couple of years uh i've played advance wars the Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, Metroid Fusion all have episodes here in the Remember the Game archives and all were awesome. Not not the episodes, but the games themselves. And uh, now I can officially add Wario Land 4 to the list of those games. Like I said, that not only has an episode of Remember the Game, but is awesome. Because this is a great, great fucking little game. I'm a huge fan of Wario. 
the character. And I haven't played a ton of his games, aside from the sports games, the Mario parties, the Mario Karts, etc. Uh, I played Super Mario Land 3, the original Wario Land on the Game Boy. I've played a couple of the WarioWare games, and they're fine, but like I'm a platformer fan at heart. That's what I want. And after playing Wario Land 4, my friends, I have to ask, why the fuck aren't we getting more Wario games? I'm officially putting the universe on notice. I'm using my powers to will games into existence to bring a new Wario Land game into reality, and I won't rest until it happens. Or I go to bed. One or the other. Uh, my guest this week is the Waluigi to my Wario, my pal Bradley McHugh, and we both pretty much agreed that we liked 90% of this game and... We were almost on entirely the same page with stuff that bothered us, too. Was, we liked a couple of different levels on each other and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we both agreed this game does not suck. And we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of stuff that does not suck, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game Infamous intro. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard to consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. And there's 24% less flatulence in our intro than when Wario is around. So 20, well, 20-ish percent. Anyways, uh, if you do want to skip, if you do want to skip the intro, if you just want to talk Wario Land 4, go to about the 30-minute mark. We'll get into the talk. You'll have an hour of Wario talk there. I recommend giving the intro a shot, though. We talk about video games and stuff. It's a lot of fun. I do have to get my plugs out of the way. It's how we keep the bills on. And I have a new one. Listen, I have a new one. Uh, I'm on Cameo now. I know. I know. I don't know how the fuck it happened either. I have no idea how I convinced to let them you know, the, convince them to let me on there. But cameo.com slash Adam Blank. Uh, hit me up. I'm willing to roast somebody for you. Say something nice to somebody for you. Molly will make an appearance if you want. I, I can't believe I'm on Cameo. Ah, shit. Anyways, uh, we have merchandise. We have hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff. Rocking incredible art designed by my man Joe from 4545creative.com. You can find our merch at Remember the Game Podcast. Cast.com if you're interested. Great way to support the show. And of course, if you don't like clothes, I get it. It's winter. Who needs clothes anyways? Uh, it's almost winter. Here in Edmonton, it's starting to feel like winter. Uh, you can always just support us on Patreon, which is finally available on Spotify. Every Patreon podcast, if you sign up for our, Spotify, or our Patreon, you can listen to them all on Spotify now. Thank fuck. Uh, and we offer up to four additional shows a week. Every Monday, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, Mark McHugh and I are talking Simpsons. It's a really good time. Every Tuesday, it's The Rambling Idiot, where I talk about my comedy career, TV, movies, sports, life, whatever I feel like talking about. Every Friday, it's Game Patch. It's my modern gaming news show, where I talk about the biggest stories in gaming, new releases, etc. And every Thursday, it's Expansion Pass, which is a different gaming show each week. We look back at, at characters, consoles, genres, franchises. We do tons of rankings. There's some comedy episodes ton of modern game reviews over there uh this past week it was expansion pass 180 there's 180 episodes of expansion pass waiting for you in the archives ad free that's ridiculous uh it was episode 180 this past week and the topic was up to our patreons and the biggest pieces of shit in gaming was the pick so we talked characters developers personalities content creators i came up and uh, as is becoming tradition here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of expansion pass the biggest pieces of shit in gaming Uh, speaking of toxic gamers, the next person on my list is a real-life person. Some of you have heard me talk about him in the past before, and if you don't know who he is, you're about to fucking know. Adam Blank still has interviewed Mario Galaxy. was one of a few that wrote in and said, I'm very excited for the DSP rant that will be included in this episode. Dark Side Phil. This monstrously cunty piece of shit is the most toxic fucking cesspool of a human being 
in the gaming world right now. He, at least not, not as far as like game developers, but as far as gamers. If you have no idea who he is, and I'm sure a few of you don't, he is a, okay, so I'll give you the quick, I've become obsessed with this man over the past three years. I make fun of Shaylee because she watches stuff like Love Island and Big Brother, and I don't watch those shows, so I'm always giving her a hard time about these, you know, trashy TV shows. DSP is my trashy TV. I watch, there, there must be 40 YouTube channels dedicated to making highlight videos out of this piece of shit, and about what an asshole he is and all the things he does and I watch them religiously and that's now available in our archives and this week it's expansion pass 181 it's October so I thought to kick the month off it'd be fun to talk scary games and I've only really gotten into them over the past few years and I have a whole bunch that I still want to get to so this week we're going to look at the scary games that are still stuck in our backlogs on our backlogs whatever the term would be the scary games we still want to get to so again subscriptions start at just $3 a month to get new podcasts ad free every week instant access to hundreds of ad free archive bonus podcasts plus you can join our Discord. Discord. You get the chance to vote on our Patreon poll every month. You get the ability to submit comments for all of our shows. You can DM with me and you even get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to our newest Patriots. There's some doozies in this one. Sisyphus? Daniel? <laughs> I think I got that one right. Brandon Al Alaman? Three big words Adam can't say. There's a lot more than three. JC Ice, Max Offline, Wilco, Son of J78, Kim Brew Slice, VOS Rager, Derek, Derek Karen, Derek Karen. I hope I said that right. Mr. Vampire. That sounds like a, uh, a canceled children's show. Ian Lippert and Connor Hughes. Thank you all so much for the support and uh, welcome to Remember the Game Industries, patreon.com slash remember the game. Don't forget, 5% of our income gets donated to charity, which on that note, our fourth annual 24-hour marathon extra life stream. I had to remember what it was. Uh, to raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton is going down this November 3rd and 4th, the Friday, November 3rd, Saturday, November 4th. I'm splitting it into two 12-hour shifts. I'll have more information in the coming days. Just keep an eye on my social media. But I hope you can come by, maybe throw a couple of bucks at the kids. I do some giveaways and stuff, and uh, it's a good fucking time. So that's coming up November 3rd and 4th uh, over on Twitch. And you can find me over there regularly, twitch.tv slash member the game. All right, that's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our Patriots, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment blowing in the cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. Ah. Let's blow our first blower this week is Soda Popinski, my arch fucking nemesis, who said, Hey, Adam, I know there's this big hype. I guess you can call it about all these Marvel games coming out like Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. And don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on them. But in your opinion, what other Marvel heroes do you feel or think should get a game or are overdue for one? I honestly think the Punisher is due. The last time he had one was back on the PS2. Uh, I mean, like, I will say, Spider-Man 2, I cannot fucking wait for. That's my most anticipated game, period. Wolverine, like, I'm probably gonna play it, but Wolverine is not my favorite. I kind of, I'm kind of, I don't like Wolverine. He kind of, I know, and I'm Canadian, and, like, I should like him. Like, I don't hate him, I guess, but I just, like, I don't know. Fucking calm the fuck down. But, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so, yes, I am excited for those games. Uh, Punisher would be kind of neat. If I could pick any Marvel hero to get, like, a big AAA Spider-Man level game, it'd be Gambit. Because after, like, Spider-Man and Venom, he's probably my favorite. But I don't think Gambit's ever getting a standalone game. Maybe, like, in X-Men Legends 3. 
would be kind of cool. I think Doctor Strange might be kind of fun with the SSDs. You could open portals and travel around and shit. Uh, Venom, I wanted, I wanted a straight-up Venom game really badly. Like, he should have his own game. Uh, Dead, dude, a new Deadpool. We're talking about how the Punisher hasn't had a game in forever. Give, the, give Deadpool a new game. And let Ryan Reynolds voice it and just make it fucking hilarious. Any of those. If I could pick one, it'd be Gambit. If I could pick one that maybe is possible, I would say Venom. But Gambit. Gambit needs more love. Gambit's the best. Uh, thanks for writing in, Soda Popinski. I still fucking hate you. Uh, Fuzzy99 said, Ahoy, hoy, Dr. Blank. Dr. Blank. Long-time listener, but I've never blown your cartridge. <clears throat> anyway, I wanted to let you know that coming up in November, I'll be attending the Torg Gaming Expo in Columbus, Ohio, rocking my plump and juicy Remember the Game t-shirt. Thank you. This led me to an idea. It's time for us hot dogs to rise. I figured since you didn't make it to the Edmonton Expo earlier this year, my fellow wieners should take it to the convention centers and spread the, spread the Remember the Game mustard everywhere. I have visions of gathering as many hot dogs. I have visions. Oh, okay, sorry. I have visions of... The gathering of many hot dogs across the U.S. at all of the retro gaming conventions. Setting up hot dog stands and preaching the gospel of Remember the Game. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Tip of the backwards hat if you get that reference. Can you imagine the smell? Anyways, love you, man. Keep at it. Thank you, Fuzzy99. And sorry I struggled so hard to read your comment. It wasn't your fault. It's a me thing, and I'm probably never going to get over it. Uh, yeah, I get asked this a lot. Like, hey, are you ever going to attend, uh, insert this expo here? Um, I did try. I've hosted panels at a couple of expos before. I did try to set up a booth at the Edmonton Expo this year, and they told me to get fucked. Uh, they didn't say it like that. They said they had more applicants than they did booth space, but I read between the lines, and I found all four words, or all four letters in their, in their response. Um, as far as traveling, like, outside of Alberta, particularly outside, especially outside of Canada, like, it's just, it's not cheap, and it's not like they cover any of it, and it's, you know, like, Canadian dollars aren't worth very much in the land of America. So I'm basically, you're paying, like, an extra 30 35% on everything you buy in the States just because... Uh, you know, you're Canadian and your money is worthless. So never say never. I, I would like to start going to a couple of these expos and getting signed up. And I appreciate all of you that have reached out about uh, getting me into them. They're not something that I can really bank on this year, but uh, we have kind of worked out an advertising budget in the budget, I guess, for Remember the Game here. I got a couple of bucks to spend on that kind of stuff. Maybe uh, we would like travel. We would like to try traveling to an expo or two and try setting up to see if that helps the show at all. So uh, I will eventually, hopefully, convince somebody to set me up at one of them. I just don't know uh, when. But thank you, Fuzzy, for rocking your RTG colors and uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, Marty so fly said, Hey man, I was wondering if you have any games that stick out in your memory, less because the game was good or bad, but more because of what was happening in your world at the time, a big life event, a big world event, a game that was a snapshot in time. Um, you know what game jumps off? Like I've told the story gears of war is a big one to me. Uh, I was going through a pretty rough time. I had gotten out of gaming for a few years and, uh, I had a lot of debt built up from the years where I wasn't gaming and I was out spending money like a jackass. Excuse me. And so I, uh, I ended up, I, I bought an Xbox 360 kind of on a whim and decided I'm just staying home for the next year and paying off this debt that I've built up. And Gears of War was the game that came with it. And I played the shit out of Gears of War. And so that's why I always talk about how Gears of War is such an important game to me because uh, it brought me back to gaming. That's one. But you know, the other one that stands out to me is Uno. And I know some of you are like, what? But it's true. I, so when I got that Xbox 360, I played a ton of Gears of War. And then I bought Uno off the Xbox Marketplace for like five bucks. And I would sit there and just play Uno for hours. I would just listen to music and I would just play Uno, Uno, Uno. 
Uh, Uno's a great fucking game, by the way. So it's funny. As soon as I read your comment, I was like, I'm putting that in just to give a shout out to Uno on the Xbox Marketplace because it got me through some, it helped me save a lot of money because it was so cheap and I couldn't stop playing it. Oh, man. Uno. I got to play that again. I love that game. Uh, Muncal wrote in and said, Hey, Adam. The voice crack. Hey, Adam. I recently had to unpack my PS3 and I went on a deep dive in some old games. I was playing Wipeout HD and then I realized, holy fuck, the background music was all songs I listened to when it was last out of the box. 2008 MP3s from LimeWire. Simpler times. What a great feature to be able to pipe your own music into a game or have the flexibility of customizing something previously that was a hard-coded cartridge slash disc-based staple. What games would you want to switch the soundtrack up on to make it feel, uh, to make Switch on to better feel a game hitting the sweet spot. My thoughts went to customizing the underground music on Mario Wonder to be the classic 8-bit Super Mario underground theme or the boss music in Final Fantasy VII as the regular fight music as an indie, in an indie RPG. Any others that would have helped enhance a previous game experience or a dream mashup? Uh, thank you for what you do. Thank you, Monkal, for writing in. Sorry, man, I'm off my game with reading more so than normal today. So it's funny you say that because, again, I thought to my ex my original Xbox... Uh, I had put a bunch of Blink-182 and Offspring and Good Charlotte on there. And uh, I would play like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which I know have great soundtracks. But I would play the Tony Hawk games and I would listen to my own music, which was like Blink and Good Charlotte and stuff. And they fucking lined up perfectly. Blink is so... I'm a, I'm a huge Blink fan to begin with. And Blink's music just works so well with Tony Hawk. So that's one that stands out to me. Um, I also used to listen to Offspring's Americana. Well, I would just grind in Final Fantasy VII, so that stands out. I know that I can't really change that. Like, that's not exactly your question, but that is something that I would really, really like to do. Uh, as far as, like, I don't know. Like, as, what great feature, or no, pardon me, what, what was your question here? What games would you want to switch up the soundtrack on to a better feel? Oh, I do know which one I would switch up. I would take the soundtracks from uh, Turtles in Time or Manhattan Project, and I put them in the original TMNT on the NES because I love the original Ninja Turtles on the NES I love that game but the music sucks and the music doesn't sound like the Turtles music at all there's no like spoofs of the theme or anything like that it drives me crazy so that's what I would do because I love that game but it needs a better soundtrack so I take one of the good TMNT soundtracks and put it in there the Chemical Zone music from Sonic would make a great Mega Man theme as well also I would just take the Spark Armadillo music uh, from Mega Man X and put it in every game because it's the best song ever honorable shout out to Storm Eagle uh, the Beast Legend Gaming said, yo, long time listener, first time commenting. I, I believe you. What would be your opinion on the perfect gaming setup if everything was free for you? So this is going to be a lame answer when it comes to modern games. But like, I know some people talk about the 4K HDMI Dolby Atmos sound or whatever the fuck. I don't know anything about that. Like when I play downstairs, I just play, we have like a, I don't know, it's like a 57 inch TV. It's like 1080, I don't know. And it's good. And I listen to headphones and I'm perfect. When I play upstairs, I do play on a monitor with headphones and it's nice too. It looks good. Uh, when it comes to modern gaming, I really don't think I would change all that much. But when it comes to retro gaming, that's what I want. I For you talking the perfect gaming setup, I would love a room where I have like an old style couch, like the old 80s, 90s brown flower print couch, one of those giant CRT TVs that weigh like 5 billion pounds, and then a bunch of retro systems with the shelves of games and stuff. Again, we're saying, you said if everything was free for me, that's what I would do. I would just have a setup of a ton of old consoles on like a shelf maybe that goes up and around this old CRT TV and they're all hooked up and set up on a switch and then just two or three shelves of classic games that I can pop in and play whenever I want on the old couch maybe with like the old carpet and everything yeah and it'd be full of like 
a fridge full of like old snacks that are probably long expired, but because they're full of chemicals, it doesn't matter. You can still do it. Yeah. And my back wouldn't hurt. That's what I would, that'd be my, that's my dream setup is like a classic gaming room. That's modern games. Like I can play them on anything. I want a nice classic gaming setup, but if everything was free someday, someday, someday. Thanks. Beast legend. Uh, Charlie got God Guadino. I sorry. I don't know how to say your last name, Charlie, but Charlie says, Adam, congratulations. Due to your love and support of the Sega Saturn, you have been named the president and CEO of Sega. What Sega is getting back into the console business. And your first task is to name the new console and choose one game to be remade for a launch title, but it can't be Sonic. Good luck. So the, the name I struggled with longer than the game. Because if I have to pick one classic so Sega game to remaster and make my launch title, but it can't be Sonic, uh, I'm going to go with Fantasy Star 4. I think a big remastered Final Fantasy 7 remake level remake of fa fin Fantasy Star 4 would get some people talking. So that would... I, I almost... I did consider going Echo the Dolphin, but I don't know if Sega owns Echo or not. And even if they do, I'm still going with Fantasy Star 4. And then here's my name. Listen to this. Listen to this. You had the Sega Saturn. You had the Sega Dreamcast. The Sega Eclipse. And our tagline, it's faster than a car. Swish. That's the Sega Eclipse with the launch title of remake of Fantasy Star 4. Thank you, Charlie. That's a good question. Three big words Adam can't say. Said, hey, Adam, long-time listener, first-time Patreoner. Uh, I finally, thank you very much, by the way. I finally got all caught up listening to your back catalog. It took me almost two years just listening to uh, listening to and from work, and I've loved every minute of it. Thank you. I recently dug out all my retro consoles, and I've been trying to get back a lot of the games I had played, wanted from when I was a kid. So last weekend, I went to a retro game buy and sell bartering for a few games, and I noticed classic concentration on the NES. Never in my life would I have even glanced at it, but thanks to this podcast, I was intrigued to talk to Seller into throwing it in. Gotta say, it's a fun little time waster. Anyways, this is probably getting long, so I wanted to ask real quick. Are you planning on doing more console draft episodes for the 64, GameCube, Game Boys, PlayStation 1 and 2, Xbox, Sega? I'm anxious to listen to the SNES draft after hearing the SNES, or the NES one. Love it. Uh, yes, for the record, uh, and thank you for writing in three big words, we are. So if you don't know, we've done two expansion passes now where we've drafted. We've had four of our regular guests in, and in one they drafted NES games, and then in one they drafted Super Nintendo games, and then the Patreons voted for who had the best lineup. Two of our most popular episodes by a mile. They're just a lot of work to get set up. I need to find time that works for all of us and run the draft and everything like that, but I do promise you more drafts are coming. I'm not quite sure what the next one's going to be yet, Probably either the 64 or the Sega Genesis, but I promise you, I promise at some point more draft episodes are coming to Expansion Pass. Uh, and thank you to everyone that's asked. I know how popular they are. It makes it's, That makes me feel good. I like that. Uh, finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. As Kalan, I hope I said that right, said, uh, Hey, Adam, long-time listener, first-time blower. You all blowing for the first time. You mentioned from time to time that your girlfriend, I mean fiancé, is not much of a gamer, but she does play games once in a while. What are some of the games she likes to play so I can make some suggestions to my wife? She's not a gamer, but I'm trying to convince her to give video games a try. She once played Left 4 Dead with me and died right before we escaped because she comically fell off the side of a ramp leading to a boat and she never picked up a controller again uh i can assure you that my girlfriend my fiance shaley has not played uh left for dead uh you know what so she plays zelda she likes breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom she also plays slay the spire uh because everybody should but together we mostly play like mario we like platforming games we did do some of it takes two it was really charming we didn't finish it so i would definitely recommend trying it takes two if you've got something that can play it in two controllers because that is 
such a beautifully charming multiplayer game that I think anybody can pick up and play. Or go with some Marios. Like, and I'm talking like the new Super Mario Bros or the Mario Bros U Deluxe or Mario 3D World. These ones where you can play it multiple, uh, you can play multiplayer and play at the same time and pick each other up if someone's in trouble or trap someone in a bubble and help them get past the section and stuff. Um, those are the ones we have the most fun playing. Also, I'd recommend Overcooked. Uh, those games are really fun for multiple people and they're super easy to learn. Anybody can pick them up and play them in minutes. They're like a cute little party game. Just know they will, they will put the stress test on your relationship. Just be aware of that because it can get pretty heated in a game of Overcooked. But those are a couple that Shay and I have played together that I would highly recommend. So good luck and uh, let me know. Let me know if any of them work. I'd appreciate it. I'd, I'd like to know. All right, we got to move on. Thank you, everybody, for all the submissions. As always, I appreciate it. Let's switch things up, get to our Smash Hit segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. It is Play One, Remake One, Erase One. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES front, not only providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, they can remake one as a modern game, and the third is erased from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. And this week I figured we're talking Wario, so I went with three of his games. We have Wario Land Shake It for the Wii, I've got Wario Master of Disguise for the DS, and Wario World for the GameCube. And 46% said play Wario World, remake Master of Disguise, and erase Shake It. So let me see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Derek Karen said, I'm playing Wario World. It's a great game. I'm remaking Master of Disguise. I've never heard of it, but it's going to be a Metal Gear Solid 3 type game based on manipulating your suit to your environment type. Oh, boy. And then erase the other, which I've also never heard of, but I wanted to see if I could make Adam mad by bringing up Metal Gear Solid 3. Well, you fucking did it. Derek, double secret probation. Get the fuck out of my house. God, I hate Metal Gear Solid 3. Fucking fuck. Ah, Radmac. I don't see any Metal Gear Solid 3 in this one. Says, play Wario World. It seems great. I'm going to remake uh, Masters of Disguise on principle. I'm a huge advocate of remaking DS titles because of how damned inaccessible they are to port to anything, given, on how, given, how, given how many of them rely on the stylus. Give us a way to play some of these on modern hardware. It's a fair point. And then Erase Shake It. I never played it, but the cover art makes it look like Wario is masturbating, and that feels like something that doesn't need to have been brought into the world. Hey, don't shame. Everybody does it. Every no, you're not all with their playing Wario games, but... Uh, Blaine the Hoagie Man said, I'll play Shake It. Says it has great music and fun gameplay, and the fact you could call this game Bitch Better Have My Money. What? And the fact you could call this game Bitch Better Have My Money the game, and it would still be the same. Oh, I see. You could call this game Bitch Better Have My Money, the game. Really? Is it about collecting debts? I misread that. That's awesome. I'm, I'm interested now. I don't have a Wii, but I'm interested. Uh, Blaine says, I'll remake Wario World and just re-release it for modern consoles. Agreed. And I'll erase Master of Disguise since I'll be damned if I'm getting rid of the other two. Normally, I would shame somebody for defending the Wii like that, but uh, I like Blaine the Hoagie Man, so fair enough. Seems crazy, but fair enough. And Larry White said, uh, play Wario World because it's on GameCube and I love that little purple box. Remake Master of Disguise because I don't know anything about it. It looks like Luchador Wario on the cover and wrestling is cool. And then Erase Shake It because the cover looks like it's a game about Wario pulling his pud and nobody needs to see that. All right, listen, all of you. Like, I mean, yes, it does look like you're wanking it when you're playing the Wii and you're shaking. I get it. But come on. I'm looking at the cover art right now. It's like a bright red Wiimote in his... Well, anyways. Uh, I'm going with the, the runner-up this week. 26% of you. 
voted the same way that I would, including Jeff Hamrick II, who said, play Master of Disguise since I've never played it. Remake Wario World because that game rules and could use some modernized control and quality of life updates. And erase Shake It since we have the WarioWare games, which are better anyways. I can't say as to whether or not the WarioWare games are better than Shake It, but I do like them and we do have those. Uh, I'm going with the same order. I'm going to play the Master of Disguise because I have a Nintendo DS and it doesn't look like the game is insanely expensive. And then I'm going to remake Wario World because I have a GameCube, but the game is insanely expensive. So I'm just going to port it to the Switch so I don't have to pay like $400 to play it. And then I'm going to race uh, Shake It because I'm straight up biased against the Wii. There's no, I'm not going to pull any punches. I hate the Wii. And uh, so I'm going to race it on that principle alone. Damn it. Thank you, everybody that wrote in this week, as always. Uh, let's pause here. We'll get a quick word in from our sponsor, then I'll tell you what I've been playing, and we'll get into the Wario Land 4 talk, all right? We'll be right back after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day but the point is we all need relationships and unfortunately they're not always easy they take work my substantially better half and i have put more work into our relationship than just about anything i've ever touched and that's how she's been able to stand me for so long it's give and take and therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Okay, what have I been playing over the last seven days? I've actually been playing Wario Land 4. I wrapped it up a couple of days ago. It's awesome. You're about to hear about it. It's really good. Uh, Mega Man Legends. I basically binged that over the whole weekend. I played like five hours of it on Sunday, and then I got to the final boss on Monday night. I'm stuck on the final boss right now. Probably going to have... That's probably going to be next week's episode. Uh, I'll warn you all right now. I think the game is charming as fuck. It's creative. I really like everything it does, but it might have the worst control scheme I've ever seen in my life. So I am going to rip the controls a new ass, but I still like the game a lot. Uh, I'm also still playing Starfield. I'll be playing that right up till Spider-Man and Mario drop. And then a little bit of F-099. And no, I still don't have a fucking win. All right, let's talk Wario Land 4. That's why you're here. As always, I like to let uh, you, you nerds sound off before my guests and I hog the microphone. So let's get to a few of your comments here. Shifty looking Thane said, well, since I've never even heard of the first three, I'm quite shocked they released a fourth. You've never heard of the Wario Land games? I've never played two or three. But, wow, that's, you are shifty-looking, Thane. Hmm. That surprises me. Uh, hump, I mean, that said, though, I haven't played two or three either. I only played the original on the Game Boy, so fair enough. Uh, hump Vader said, great game. My son speedruns Wario Land 4 and held the fastest time until very recently. I know it like the back of my hand. Wow. Uh, much respect to, uh, to Junior Hump. Vader Jr. Vader Jr. is better than Junior Hump. Shout out to uh, Vader Jr., 
for having a speed run record. That's wild. I'd love to do that. That's cool. Uh, LA Rams fan said, I have fond memories of the Wario Land series. I still remember the day my cousin showed me the first game on her Game Boy, and I've been hooked ever since. Such a damn shame they have never ported the Virtual Boy Wario Land to anything. Such a forgotten classic. You know what's crazy? I've never played Virtual Boy, and so I'm always instantly ready to mock it. But Bradley brings that game up on this episode, too. Apparently, it was like the good Virtual Boy game. I didn't know that existed. That's wild. Uh, cool Gary said, I was in middle school when I got Wario Land 4 for the GBA. It was my intro into the Wario Land series, so the stupid bathroom humor and silly game mechanics satisfied my sick little preteen monkey brain. But it still holds up today. The clean platforming, cute and colorful art design, and all the bonus content made for a really polished title. The Wario Land series needs to get some more love from Nintendo. I agree with every word of that. And I'm 39, and the stupid bathroom humor still hits with me. So... Fart jokes will never not, they will never be old. Never go old. They're always going to be funny. And Dr. Wario had to write in this week and said, I really enjoy this game. I know you'd never have guessed by my name. I like the use of Princess uh, Shakora uh, and the story is well done for a little platformer. The Golden Pyramid is a fun location and progressive with the crazy Golden Diva as a villain. Looking forward to this episode. Uh, yeah, the, the boss fights make me fucking crazy in this game, including the Golden Diva. But I do agree, this game is charming as fuck. And it's time to talk about it. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. That's why Bradley was here. Everybody's here. Let's do it. I'm going to queue up some Wario Land 4 music. It's so good. And when it stops, Bradley McHugh and I are going to take a look back at Wario Land 4, which originally released in North America on the GBA on November 19th, 2001. 22 years. Holy fuck. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. Alright, so joining me via the blank phone this week to talk Wario Land 4, a delightful little game. Is I literally just thought of this as I was getting ready to do this. You might be the least Wario of any of my regular guests. It's uh <laughs> it's maybe the least. It's um it's my friend Bradley McHugh. It's been a while, Bradley. How you doing, buddy? It's clearly been a while because I've I've warioed up a lot, a little bit in the last uh, couple of years. <laughs> well now, like I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, so you're not uh you don't have an accent. You've never come across as overtly greedy or, or evil. Mm. Uh, you don't have the the red, uh, he likes to partake in the evening's nose. I will say you can grow a Wario stash, I think. Oh, I could certainly grow. I, I, think, I think I could. I might now, actually. Yeah. So if any, maybe you've got the stash. But other than that, you're not very Wario-y. You're not yeah, evil. Only- you're not an anti-hero. You're, you're like, you're Luigi-ish. <laughs> you know you what? I'll take Luigi that. Vibes. Yeah, you can take Luigi I'm taking vibes. Luigi vibes. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a little cowardly, but like I'm a good guy overall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You go to bat. Uh <laughs> what a weird I wonder who is. I have to th- I, I think I'm most Wario of anyone on this show. <laughs> I've got the body proportions of Wario. I'm evil. I, anyways. Um <laughs> how you been, man? It's been a while. How you, you good? Been good, yeah. Been good, yeah. you know. Been busy, but like, uh, got married in the summer, and so that was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, yeah. congratulations. That's something else Wario wouldn't do. So oh, yeah, that's I would true. assume. So he's I would got assume his- it's because nobody would nobody would want to marry Mar Wario, though. You know, like, I, I think it's that. because he he's got his heterosexual life partner in Waluigi. Oh yeah, and they're like my, Jay and Silent boy. Bob, and he's like, I'm not. I have I have wife Waluigi, who by the way. God. And we're going to get into the future of Wario and stuff toward the end of this episode. But, like, 
What do we have to? I don't even think my powers of willing games into existence is are strong enough to make a Waluigi game happen. But like, Please. what is it going to take? I beg, I beg you for a Waluigi game, right? And I don't want like a Dance Dance Revolution or whatever the fuck. I want like a game like this. Like, Mario's why have we not? Game. Fucking yeah. Peach is getting her own game. Toad's got a few games. Like. It's- it's 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 ridiculous and like and like again we're gonna get into the future of wario at the end of this I, i'd be i truth be told man i would settle with a wario another wario land game where waluigi is like a playable character Let's yeah or just the even here. there you know? yeah <laughs> i i do wonder i i'll ask you this all right as we get into this so we're gonna talk about the game obviously everybody but i'll ask you this bradley like mm-hmm. we haven't other outside of wario where which I'm not dunking on. They're fine. They're fun games. But we haven't gotten like a new Wario platformer in quite a long time. Why, why do you think that is? Dude, I have no idea. I, my, my only assumption that I can make, and I haven't done my research on this, is that Wario Land Shake It didn't perform financially. It's the only thing I can think of. Which is a bummer because that is like one of the best Wii games. That's like top five Wii games. But That's I guess not people just... much, but... Sorry, go ahead. I, I hate the Wii. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I agree next. that the Wii maybe kind of sucks as a whole, but I think there's like a handful of really good shit on there. And Agreed. Wario Land is good because it is a side-scrolling platformer that doesn't that utilizes like the Wii Motes motion control only to the tiniest amount. For the most part, you're just controlling your character. I think Wario Land Shake It is a superb. Is a superb Wii game, but we're not here to talk about Wario Land. Shake. No, we're talking about <laughs> the lack of love Wario gets. The only thing I can think of is they're already like they develop Mario platformers. They develop. We, there has to be a Donkey Kong game in the works. I would. I'd be. You cannot convince me they're not working on something with Donkey Kong. And it's I just agree. like maybe they just are like he just doesn't sell as good. They're like we I, we you, only have a finite amount of resources to put into platformers, and obviously Mario's the the, the king. And then Donkey Kong is big, and maybe they're like, it's just people don't want them. And I'm like, we do fucking want them, but maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Here's what I here's what I genuinely think the problem is. I think that Nintendo is at any given time developing many games in many of their franchises because as soon as a year goes by where one of their franchises doesn't have a new game, people are like, where the fuck's Metroid? Yeah. Where is it? And we're like, you. We gave you one like two years ago. You know, as we're an F Zero like, fan, I, I can, I feel you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, exa- I've, been, I've been, I've been waiting exactly. fucking like, I don't even know how long I've been waiting for fucking F Zero. So I get it. I just, okay. they have so. They but it's like it. if you're not going to use all these IPs, give them out. Like, imagine if you gave an indie studio Wario, Wario Land. Yes, I agree. Like, like, like my look God. at that. Oh, who? What's the What's the studio that does Spelunky? What's this? Give them Wario. Yeah, yeah. Give exactly. Wario Give, to the Spelunky uh, people. That you would, would be perfect. That would change a, an indie studio's lives, lives, yeah. lives, life, life, career trajectory, whatever. If they got their hands on an IP like Wario, Give it, it would be like them. the if same. Not, fuck, it drives me crazy. It would be like the same. Do you remember like when Retro Studios was just given Metroid, and then they're like, "We're gonna make this the best series of all time," and then they yes. did. Just yes. let another studio do that. Yeah, like you, you've got Punch Out sitting there that you're not using. Give it to a studio. Like you've got these IPs that Give everybody Punch Out to EA. <laughs> oh, you shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> I'll be god. I like you, but I will be goddamned if I'm gonna let you taint 
punch punch out with those <laughs> sons of anyway we're not we're talking wario land 4 i gotta say dude i so um maybe i'm not preaching what i or practicing what i preach here but like the only wario games that i've played outside of some of the wario wares are super mario land 3 wario land for the original game boy the debut of wario um well the debut of him is playable and then mm-hmm. and then this one wario land 4 and and i like wario like super mario land 3 it's fine we'll cover it on the show eventually but i played this for the first time over the past week and and two things number one the streak of gba games blowing my mind continues because all, the, the gba to, is amazing i've yet to play a gba game i don't like um and number two this game was was awesome i i was yeah. like very ha- wario has yet to steer me wrong this was i have a couple of minor gripes i'm not putting it on the like the level of like War- super mario world or anything uh but what a clever little game this yeah it was just fun it's it's very fun it's very i think that like what what really brings this game to fruition is that like immediately you notice how beautiful it is and like how oh. really how really well put together all the colors are and the sprites like it is just like it is it is 16 bit graphics that they're absolute finest in my opinion body i I mean, first of all, the, the, the GBA is just, I've said this many times, but for our newer listeners, uh, I was in like my bar hopping phase when the GBA was at its prime and I really just okay. wasn't playing a lot of games. So I, I've barely played it. If you, for all of you that are like cover more GBA, I haven't played anything. So like I'm catching up now. I'm, I'm slowly catching up on them. But every time I play one, I'm like, if I had played this in its prime, I like the GBA might be my favorite system ever because it's just super Nintendo graphics on steroids. And absolutely. And I rarely, like, I am not a graphics guy. I, nice graphics are great, but I don't care. It can look like, just make it fun and I don't care what it looks like. But I, I agree with you. I'm sitting here playing this game and I, I'm, and the other thing is like, I'm playing it uh, straight up. I emulated it. I don't care. I'll say it. So like, I'm playing it on like a, on a 4K monitor. And this is like an old GBA game that was meant to be played on like a three inch screen. And sometimes you take those games and you blow them up and they look a little bit like, Ugh. this game shitty. looked spotless. I was floored at how it's beautiful an this game was. looking game yeah it's so it is so good looking it is such I, uh, a, it is such a banger i don't like this is a hot take but like i honestly don't know if i've ever played a mario game that looks this good in 2d I, you at know least, what in 2d i w- i would agree with that you know like with the exception of like the 2.5d stuff because that obviously looks pretty good sure, but sure. like but like I agree, I think that this is like there is such a wonderful. There is one level that I think looks like shit, and we'll get to that in a little bit once we get into the levels. Um, but like overall, it is such a good looking game. You know what else is great about this game is that it controls pretty much perfectly. Yeah, it does. It's the the controls are the controls are kind of like it took me a minute to get a feel for it because they're like, well, you can hold down the one button to put down his head in charge, but you can also do this other charge where you kind of do like a shoulder charge. And I was like, this seems like a little, t- I'm, I'm overcharged. But then yeah. quickly I'm like, oh no, never mind. Like some of the charges work here and some of the charges work here and they all, they all play nice. Yeah, and it just, it feels so tight. Like it controls. Cause I mean, again though, it's got the GBA, right? So it didn't have like 400 buttons to work with, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, exactly. it, it made maximum use of what it had. Totally. Uh, like no you, had the, you had the you had the you had the elbow hit. You had the head butt that you could do, and that also made you run really fast. Um, you know, like it, it's not a crazy complex game, but if you can kind of figure out which buttons are doing which, you can make it complex yourself. I guess is the best yeah. way to describe it. Plus, it, yeah. he gets all these like funky powers, which we'll get into. And most of them, the only funky powers I found difficult to use were the ones where I had to time my jump. 
like the springy one and I had to time my mm-hmm. jump because I hit the ground and shit. And sometimes I would, and I, and that might just be that I suck, but there were times where I was just like, fucking jump now. And I couldn't <laughs> yeah. get him to do it. But by and large, it was good. Were, I wanted to times, quickly, yeah. but before we move on, I wanted to just go back to the graphics for a couple minutes. Um, Absolutely. I'm looking at like some screenshots of it on my computer here right now. And it's not just like how bright Wario and the enemy sprites are, but like the backgrounds are stunning the, the the foregrounds like sometimes like you have like like if you you've played donkey kong country yeah of course everybody oh yeah knows. oh yeah and like you know the levels where it's like raining or snowing and the rain or snow is in front of you but then you can still see everything behind you that's what this yeah, yeah, game yeah. does at times and it looks so crisp yeah it oh. looks really really good it's like nothing like, is fuzzy it's there's never any confusion as to what you can land on or interact with um it's just it and never, you know what i never ugly to look at I didn't even think of until you mentioned it. I didn't even consider the fact that it looked that great on my 4K monitor. Like I didn't even think about it. I just remember thinking, like, "Wow, this still looks great." And yeah, didn't even and, really consider that it was supposed to be played on a three-inch screen. Yeah, and like, and some of those games you blow them up and they look awesome, but some of them you blow them up and it's like, "Oh, this was." Yeah, <laughs> this, this yeah, was ever, ma- tiny. What is, but, what is uh, it? Those Mega Man, those Mega Man Battle Network games, dude. They do not. They do not look good. Now they do not look good. Oh really? I I keep getting told by people I need to play them, and I and I want to, but I haven't yet. I've never played them. N- as you know, what as somebody who is a big GBA proprietor, I will say those ones are pretty skippable in my opinion. Wow. Um, Oh my god! I can but, don't send your hate mail to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it to Bradley. I'm send it to me. Yeah, I'm yeah. not dunking I, um, on your game. I haven't played them yet. There but. is a really good Mega Man game on the on there though, and I I forget what it's called. I think it's just called like Mega Man in Base or something like that. And I, that game actually is good. And there's the Mega Man ZX games and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Those are good. Before we uh, before we get, I just curious, like, because I've only played half a dozen GBA games, like in my career, as it were, as a gamer. It's not career, mm-hmm. but whatever. Uh, what's your just? I'm just putting you on the spot. Then we'll get into that. What's your favorite GBA game? Minish Cap by a, by a mile. Oh yeah, Min- Minish Cap. Minish- I mean, oh, that I'm might gonna... be the last time you were on the show. Yeah, I think I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, Minish we were trying Cap, to figure out I... the last time you were on the show. I think it was Minish Cap. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, but that's by far my favorite GBA game. Uh, you know, I, I also really like Mario and Luigi, though. It's you know, yeah. I wouldn't say it's a toss up, but like Mario and Luigi is pretty close behind. Um, uh, the, both, the superstar saga yeah both fire yeah. emblem games are really good on the gba um yeah the, the what um, a little hoss what a little hoss of a system I, I can't believe that it works as well as it does yeah. if i'm being honest and like i can't i am honestly more surprised that it aged as well it, as it did yeah yeah for it sure. was it was um, it like it, it really it really wouldn't like it wouldn't stand a reason historically that it would age that well, but it does like all these games still look so good. And yeah. like these games, like people are now taking the aesthetic of these games. Do you, I, there's, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen new indie games described as minish cap. Like sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, or, and, I, and I'm, or like and I know Mar- some people Mario are getting like, yeah. And I know some people are getting sick of, of the indie devs. Like, riding the retro coattails i'm like no nah, man you strap yourself in and you enjoy those coattails because that's yeah, what i want have, i want more <laughs> we don't ha- have half as much retro inspired games as we should i would exactly. double it yeah agreed <laughs> um just for the record because i know people are gonna message me now and ask i at this point i think my favorite gba game is metroid fusion i think Ooh, but that's a good one but you know what's it's crazy 
Okay, so I'm a huge Metroid Fusion fan, but if I'm being honest, it's not even the best Metroid game on the GBA. I think Zero Mission is a better game, but they're both bangers. Yeah, I, I haven't played Zero Mission yet, but I keep getting told it is uh it is a must Super play. Bang. I'm, I I want to yeah. play it for sure, so. Yeah. Um anyway, that'll do it for our GBA retrospect. No. <laughs> uh, um <laughs> Okay, so yeah. So anyway, the point just being Ga- Game Boy Advance games look so fucking good. And this one is no yeah. no exception at all. It's even Wario himself, like that that like that yellow hat with the purple overalls and then that big red nose, which I really think is a I think he's got some health problems with that big red nose, but like everything <laughs> about like he I'm looking at the sprite right now and I'm like, that's like you can tell it's like, yeah, that is Wario. Like he looks so fucking good in these fuck ah. What so, a, so he's you such said a cool earlier, character. Yeah. You Go said ahead. earlier that, that you have never that, that you've only ever played like the first Wario Land game and then this one and and like that's it as far as Wario platformers goes that you haven't played that's any right. of the other ones. No. I'm missing a couple. I'm, I'm I haven't done Wario Land two, Wario World, or Master in Disguise. Um, but other than that, I've played the rest of them. And I got to say, like, this one kind of fits directly in the middle as far as quality goes. I think that it is it is such a banger. I think some of the stuff that it does here is done better in other Wario Land games. Okay. Um, but I, I think that there is so much positivity to this game. And, like, especially the big thing is that, like, like I personally think, while I think it's kind of close, I think Wario Land 3 might be a bit better better than four please send your hate mail to me i think warrior land three might be a bit better better just because it kind of plays into the fact that every character or every level is kind of its own metroid miniature metroidvania and i right. and i kind of like it a bit better warrior land shake it i think is also a bit better but it is more linear um you basically go from left to right you get a key at the same time that you start getting the countdown because in this game at the end of every level you have a countdown where you have to get back to the to the front of the level and escape yeah but in this game the key to that you need to exit the level and the the place where you start the countdown are in different places and so yeah. it can make it kind of frustrating sometimes it's a mind fuck yeah like so if you've never played it before like we'll get into the, the story's fucking stupid but we'll, we'll get into the story <laughs> shit later but like the basic know of what it the is story like, is i had to look it up and i did i did find it it doesn't matter like you just want to play to, to platform but like the <laughs> basics of it are like you go into a level and throughout the level you need to find four pieces of like a gem like a crystal and they're in these giant, they're, they're unmissable once you find them, but they're in these giant gold treasure chests. And you need to find the four pieces of this gem. Uh, and then you also need to find this little bird ghost thing whose nose is a key. And I don't know what it is about Wario games in the noses. Wario's nose, this key <laughs> ghost nose. But you find this ghost with a key nose. And then like Bradley said, at some point you set off this timer. And I love every time you set off the like the blue frog timer, every time you hit it, you hear that like, hurry up. Like the game. I love what it says <laughs> that. I love what it says that. And then it gives you a, a random amount of time. It could be like a minute and a half. It could be five, six minutes. There's like some games where some levels where you get six or seven minutes. But basically- one where you get nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And once, you, once you've hit that timer- uh, if you still haven't found all of the chunks of the crystal, you need to find the rest of the chunks. You still need to find the key ghost if you haven't already, and you need to get back to the entrance before the timer runs out. And uh, I only ran out of time once, and I was like, damn it. But then when you run out of time, you don't die. It just starts taking away from your money, which is Which nice. I don't like, mind. This, yeah. No, I, I will say, and I'm good with it, but like, this is not the hardest game I've ever played. 
No, uh, I would not. I would completely stretch. agree. Yeah, yeah, I would completely agree. I also don't think it's like the easiest Nintendo game no. I've ever played either. It's not, but it's not it's, like Yoshi or Kirby or something. Yeah, but. it's a, it's it's kind of like I would say I would actually say it's quite adjacent to like the Yoshi's Island series, um, but you know, just with Wario. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just an, that's I, another I, like, motherfucker who's still getting games and Wario isn't. Is why fuck I hate I fucking hate Yoshi. So I'm like I like I fuck this, he's that fucking noise he makes. He's the Jar Jar Binks of fucking Nintendo, <laughs> and he makes me crazy. He fucking makes me crazy. I have Star Wars on the mind because we talked Star Wars last week. Um, but that's the basic principle of the game. And you mentioned this and like, yeah, it's weird because in some level, like in the first few levels, you're like, you're finding all of the crystals and then the key is kind of around the timer. So you get the key at the timer, you run back, you're out and you're like, fuck yeah. But then in some of the, in some of these levels, I'm getting to the timer and I only have two of the four crystals and I don't have the key and I'm like, fuck me. I missed everything and I got to get out of here now. And then, uh, and then most of the levels are so well designed that on the way back to the entrance, you you have unlocked like a new path and that's where you find the rest of the crystals and the key like it was there was only one or two levels where i got out and finished the level and realized i had missed a crystal or something yeah like it was pretty well designed in that way the only thing i didn't like about that is that the game doesn't do a very like the game lets you know that you have to go into the level and get the keys but they don't do a very good job of explaining that you need to get all of the um, all of the like the the crystals because in most Wario Land games there are like those chests throughout the levels but they're always optional. In this game, oh. they are not optional. You no, have to not. get all of them. Yeah, like but at least it does a nice thing of like if you if you beat a level and then you realize like oh I only got three of the four crystal parts. So say you got the key because you need the key to open up the path to the next level in a world because in each world or whatever you want to call it in each segment of the game there's four levels and then a boss fight and. In each segment, you need to you need the key from a level to open up the path to the next level, and you need all four crystal chunks to form a crystal, and you need all four completed crystals to open the door to the boss. So, mm-hmm. like if you like, and there was like the one instance where I finished a level that I had missed one of the four crystal chunks. I had the key, I had the other three. I go back into the level, I get the crystal piece that I had missed. I found it pretty easily. Um, then I hit the timer, and then I'm basically just ignoring everything and running out. Like oh, at least I'm it's so not- embarrassed. I'm I'm so embarrassed right now. Did, that literally, you went into a level and missed one of the crystals only one time. I I I think I only missed it one time. Yeah, I think I think I had to replay like eight or nine levels. If oh I'm really? Being honest. But like, yeah, to go back I, and like, get the crystals. Listen, for anyone that listens to this podcast with any regularity, I I like to think I I am not a very arrogant gamer. I rarely am like I'm pretty good at video game. My literal my let's play series is literally called Adam Sucks at Video Games. All right, I don't own this at all. But like the the puzzle platformer kind of like this game was like th- this is the cortisone cream for my itch. Like this is exactly the type of game that I'm good at. I love this because I'm exploring every nook and cranny. And the thing about it is, until you set off that timer, you have no time limit. Which is really cool yeah. too. You can look around as much as you want until you hit that timer and get hit with that "hurry up." And that, which I I love it when he says that. And then it suddenly <laughs> the music changes and everything is pandemonium and you're rushing back. But I I found most of the crystals were fairly they weren't too easy. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're, too they're, they're, for the most part. They're just they're right where they're right where you should be looking. I'm just dumb, so I <laughs> I just I, <laughs> yeah. I but I uh, also I just found the levels like. They're fun, like so. The levels are fun to explore, but outside of the crystals that you need to find, the only other things to find in this game are like more treasure, 
that just gives you more money to basically run up your high score and play the mini games. Or there's oh, like the a CD. audio CDs. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I think I found like four CDs. Yeah. They're I well think, hidden. I don't think it could have been more than that. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they um, are well hidden. Fuck me. Yeah, I was, the, Cause the I CDs felt like I was pretty, pretty cool. thorough. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool idea. And again, keep in mind that like, this was a GBA game that like, if you got this for your birthday or Christmas or something, you could beat this game in like four or five hours. So you need something like those CDs to, uh, give you a reason to come back. So, so I'm, I, I want to tell, yeah. them. I want to tell but. you how I played this game because I think it's actually like, it's like such a big plus to how good the game is because it kind of allows you to play it however you want. There's four worlds, each have four levels as we've already described with a boss fight and then there's a place you can go to play mini games. I did it once. I I don't know. Did you fuck with the mini games? I, a little bit only so, cause like yeah. all you, so not, we'll get into the mini games later, but like all you get out of the mini games is you can unlock these other coins that you can mm-hmm. then use to buy items that will damage bosses at the beginning to make the bosses easier. What? But oh, I didn't. Okay. So I didn't know this. <laughs> it didn't matter though. Like it was, I, I used them on a couple of bosses just for the sake of like a completionist review. But the only reason you'd have to use them on the bosses, I think are, uh, if you beat the bosses fast enough, you get the maximum amount of treasure from beating the bosses, and the amount of treasure you get impacts the ending you get. So yes, again, it's just right. replay value. But the mini games themselves, I found very boring. So sorry, yeah, I, I didn't mean to derail the, the, I agree. the chat there. No, 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 no. Please, I asked. Um, but um, uh, essentially, the way that I played it is because you have access to all four worlds right from the get go. So yeah. what I do is I go into a world, I play the levels. And then if I if I died, I'd be like, okay, if I go back into this level now, I died seven minutes into playing it, I'm just going to feel frustrated. So I would go to the next world and play uh, levels until I died, go to the next world. So ultimately, the way I played this game caused me to pretty much fight all of the bosses all at the very end. And I thought uh, that I honestly loved playing it that way. I loved being able to like, to like alter my own playthrough to make myself as comfortable as possible and avoid gamer rage. Yeah, listen, like y'all know what a big Mega Man fan I am. And one of the many things that is great about Mega Man is that you can pick the boss order, the order you play through the levels. So I'm always going to be a fan of that. And you're right, yeah, like at any time you can give up on one, because you're in this like giant pyramid and each of the four areas with the four levels each in them are like sections like of the pyramid. Yeah. yeah. So like, you're right. At any time you can be like, All right, I don't want to play this level anymore. I'm leaving and going back. Uh, I just, I just basically put my head down and charge through like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. But I do like the idea that you could leave and go back and play different levels anytime you want. Uh, there was one level I really, that kind of started to get under my fucking skin, um, which we'll get into in a second. And, uh, and that was I'm one excited where I was, to hear I was it. tempted. Yeah, that was because one where I was kind of tempted to leave, but I didn't. There is there is one level in this game that I just genuinely hate, and I'm really excited to see if it's if it's I, the same one. There's no, I will say, like, holy fuck, we're 25 minutes already. Uh, there's no level I hate as much as I hate the boss fights in this game. That is my one criticism of this game. Uh, the boss fights can lick my ass. I fucking hate them. They look gorgeous. They the sprites <laughs> look gorgeous. But the boss fights are just so... So at the end of each of the four levels, you have to fight a boss. And the, mm-hmm. in my problem... My prob- I hate boss fights generally. So my opinion is tainted. But the problem with the boss fights in this game, in my opinion, are they are so hurry up and wait. It feels like there's so many instances where you have to wait for them to get into a position where you can hit them. And in the meantime, you're just standing there with your thumb in Wario's ass. And I was like, fuck. And then I would die. I died so many times on the boss fights because I kept running out of fucking time because they're on a timer. And I'd yes, be down to okay. one hit left and then I'd run out of time. 
damn this it. is okay so this is my issue as well i think i was killed by a boss zero times in this game however i timed out a lot of oh, times so many and, times and that was so it was so frustrating there was um hold on let me think there's the plant one i didn't have any issues with the plant did you have issues with the plant guy uh no i actually thought the plant was pretty cool especially because like to start the yeah. fight you have to charge into him and break the pot that he's in i thought that yeah, was pretty yeah. clever i liked that really neat yeah. yeah that that one that one is really good I, I think that one's really good then there was one that was like oh and this one no this one wasn't my least favorite one but there was one that was like a rat that was inside of a teddy bear um yeah. i think i timed out on that one like a couple of times because I did, yeah. they only give you they give you four fucking minutes and to it, fight and again, these bosses. In, in a couple of these bosses, it's just, I mean, maybe if you play it enough, you get to learn the strategies and it's not like this. But like when I was playing it, it, it you have four minutes and it's just at, at some points, they just get themselves in a position where you're like, fuck. So now I need to wait for them to attack so that I can use the attack to counter the attack to open them up so that I can then hit them. And then maybe I hit them once and then they go back up where I can't fucking hit them till they go through the motion of their attack. And, oh my, that's where I was getting so fucking irritated with it. Fuck. Sorry. So I haven't mentioned the other two bosses yet because these are the ones I hate the most. The clock one sucks. I hate that one. Which is the clock one. So the one I hate the most is the dead cat thing. Is that the oh, clock? Or is that no, the different that's, No, that's a different one. Yeah. That's I hate the next that one, one more than the clock. I hate that one so much. And the thing is, is that I hate that one because the second half of the fight is pretty much zero fun. Um, the first half of the fight where you're jumping on the waves and trying to hit the bat off of its head, that's okay. But as soon as you have to go and stand on top of his head, and then he's like throwing the waves around so that they're inconsistent heights and you can't get on top of his head because the fucking mm -hmm. wave keeps going down. Yeah. Don't then, put uh, that in a game. Yeah, I didn't like that. And I'm going to be honest, I hate the, uh, I fucking hate the final boss too. Me, me too. I'm not, I a, the final you know, boss I didn't, annoying. I didn't hate the final boss as much as like cat bat. Um, but it did just feel like the final boss, they came up with three moves and then they're like, okay, uh, filter them, filter them. Three yeah. moves, just yeah. this move, this move, this move. It was really easy to track. I did not find the final boss very difficult. No, I just I just found it annoying. I just, I hated yeah. all the bosses. I just found all the bosses annoying. I just was like, I'm having so much fun like playing the levels. I genuinely really enjoy the levels in this game for the most part and solving the puzzles of them and finding everything. And then I get stuck in these boss fights and I'm just like, fuck me like this is just everything i didn't want it to be so for any of you that are, as i've been getting messages on on social media being like oh man i hope you liked wario land it's gonna get a good score i do like it we're gonna get back into the positives in a second here but i gotta tell you like you're outside of how nice they look i think your boss fights by and large suck and i hate them yeah I hate I, them. and you know what here's the thing is that you had texted me this you had texted me earlier this week and you're like i hate these boss fights i, I did I, <laughs> I hate them. and so and so I read that and I was like, oh no, I haven't played this game yet. And so I should get to doing that. And now I'm really concerned that the bosses are going to suck. And then the first one I did was the plant. So I was like, what the hell is Adam even talking about? This is child's play. Easy stuff. Cool bosses. And then I got to like the next boss and I was like, oh, okay. I, I oh, so I, I think the second one I did was cat bad and I really hated it. Fucking made me insane. Oh my God. So anyway, I'm glad we got that. I got out of my system. I'm good now. I had to rant about them. <laughs> yeah. So here's what's going to happen. We're already at the half hour mark. I want to get into some of these levels, talk about the ones we liked and the ones we didn't like. Uh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the mini games and then I don't know, whatever else there is to talk about. Uh, in just a minute, we're going to pause here for a quick word from a sponsor. If I was able to sucker somebody into sponsoring this, uh, and then we'll come back with more Wario Land in just a minute. 
Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer, you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast, and then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, hey, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating, which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Crash Plan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, Crash Plan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money Don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. All right, I want to shift into the positive, but we have to like, I know we each said there's a level we don't like. And so we might as well get that out of the way. And then I don't, I don't know about you. I don't think there's anything else I really don't like, but there is a level that I want to rant about a little bit. Yeah, so. I, there's one level I really hate as well. Uh, actually, there's, there's one level that I really hate and one level that I think just is super ugly. I don't hate playing it. I just think it's ugly. Um, but what, what, why don't you, why don't you tell me what, what, what is the worst one to you? What is your the level- least favorite? The only level I just genuinely was like, I fucking don't like this level was the, um, I think it's like a hotel. It's like a ghost hotel. And you need to like go from floor oh, to floor yeah, yeah, yeah. and in one door and in another door. And I was like, I can't remember what door I've been in and what door I haven't fucking. Every other level or by and large, most of the levels I felt were very well designed. And like they gave you a false sense of exploration, but to really get everything and get out, they were fairly linear. And it just, it felt like you were exploring more than you were. And I really liked that. This one, I just was like, I got lost for so long where I couldn't remember what fucking door I hadn't hadn't been in. And I just was, and I hate ghost houses and stuff by and large and Mario and every other game anyways and this level was just starting to really crawl up my ass but i I, it was the one i got stuck on for the longest and i was like i've had enough i never want to go to your hotel again or whatever the fuck it is an apartment whatever the shit i hate that level that is the one level that really burned my ass i will be honest with you i I love this level i think this level rules i I love a door what do you hate yeah the what level directly before that one sucks. And it's called, it's like the Fire Canyon or um, Cavern or whatever. I like um, that level. <laughs> nope, I hate it. And here's why. Nope, I won't take it. And here's why. Two things. It's it's inconsistent timing that pisses me off about that level. Those like fire things come up, uh, like the fire pillars, but they don't come up on like a, like a regular timing. It feels like it's like a millisecond either too soon or too early, and I always end up getting hit. And the 
enemies in that level. There's these little enemies that throw like these giant rocks at you and the speed at which they throw the rocks at you is also inconsistent. And so sometimes I'm like, I got this. I'm going to jump over it and it'll hit me before I can even jump. Hate them. I did. I will. I will concede that point. Not to the point where I like didn't like that level, but I will concede that though. Those, those fires that shoot out of the ground, those are like, and like, and the thing about it is ever since I was like the original super Mario brothers were the cheap cheaps. Those levels where you're running and the and the cheap cheeps are flying up and you need to outrun them. Like now I know yeah. that as long as you keep running, they won't touch you. Just keep moving. But as a kid, exactly. I was crawling along trying to get every coin. And I was like, this isn't fair. I can't tell where they're coming from. And so ever since then, I, I'll get mad at a game when I think it's being cheap. And I will agree that the fire coming out was cheap. But I will, and I don't know if you it took me I'm embarrassed it took me as long to get this as I did. Um if you'd hold I was playing it on my uh, again, I was playing it uh, emulated on my Super Nintendo Classic, so I was playing it with a Super Nintendo controller. But if I held the right shoulder button, which would give you like the head charge, and then jump, you would get like the running jumps. And it took me a very long time to figure that out. I think the fire level was where I was like, oh my god, I can do the running jumps. And so that I was jumping so much further and so much faster that then I was having less problems with the fire. But I will concede that it is cheaply timed. No question. I will say that. one thing I do like about the fire canyon is that when you get to the point where you start the timer, it freezes everything, which opens up the level that on the way back, it's a little bit different. I do like yes. that. And I, I um, any level that did that was, so again, we were saying um, these levels are almost like a boomerang. You start out coming through like a portal in one beginning, at the beginning of the level. And then toward the end of like the, the distance of the level, uh, you hit this blue frog timer and it, hurry up. I love it when it says that. And then, uh, and then everything gets zany and you need to run back and you end up back at the, where you started the level going back through the portal to go back out to the main pyramid world. Um, but in some levels, when you hit that frog timer, all it does is there's these like blue frog bricks throughout some levels and some of them will be like uncolored in or, and then once you hit the frog timer, they color in or by, I think it's the other way, actually. I think they're colored in, they're solid. And then once you hit the frog timer, they open up and it opens up new paths. And what it does is instead of having to backtrack through the level you just came through, you can go through this new path that just opened when you hit the frog timer. But I, I agree with you. I thought one of the coolest things the game did was in some levels, like the fire level, you hit the frog timer and the entire level changes and goes from lava to just like a frozen wasteland and all the fire is, is ice now and stuff. Um, I, I thought it was, I thought the game was at its best when it tried to do something clever like that, instead of just making mm -hmm. you backtrack through the same old level. I love I that. Agree. I thought that was really cool. But um, there's another level that, again, I don't dislike the actual level. I just dislike the design. And it's one that's like, it kind of reminds me of like, it, it's called toxic landfill, I think. And it's kind of like smoggy and it's a lot of vertical stuff. And yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of that level either because sometimes it can be kind of hard to distinguish which bricks in that level you could break and which ones you couldn't because yeah. they looked the same. I agree with um, that. But for, for the most part, I think the level actually is pretty fun. I just think it's like the smoggy look is so ugly. I hate looking at it. See, it's funny because like I agree with you that it's ugly. But like I'm literally looking at a picture of it right now. And I agree with you that it's ugly, but I also feel like admittedly this is what i was kind of expecting out of the wario game coming in like mm -hmm. not knowing anything i was a little shocked that so many levels were so bright and colorful and happy they've it almost felt like wario and kirby in some of these like tropical levels and then i'm playing this one and i'm like this seems like where wario hangs out like a stinky <laughs> factory full of garbage and toxic and fart clouds and everything like, this seems like where wario belongs so i totally. and i on that note i actually just want to i just thought of this but like I, I'm I'm floored at the level um, variety. Like, yeah, me like, too. It's it's like, pretty crazy. 
it's fucking like you're in like a rainy jungle. You're in like these nice tropical places. You're in this uh, toxic fart cloud waste dump. You're in the fire level that becomes the ice level. There's water One levels in a fridge. Say, yeah. Yes. There's the haunted mansion, which I hate, but it's still a cool idea. Um, or the hotel or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, I will Ooh, also wish, say, wish, yeah. Uh, I hate swimming controls and this game does swimming right as Mario always does, but the swimming in this yes, game is great. So I have no problem with the swimming here, which is rare. Cause I fucking hate swimming. Um, I, yeah, I just considering that like, listen, the GBA is great and everybody loves the GBA, but let's, you know, it's not the most powerful console of all time. And, uh, they really get a lot of level diversity out of what they could, they had to work with here. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Which I, I was really impressed by. So now um, what, I want to know. Now we've talked about levels that we hate. What what is your favorite level of this game? The the two levels that stand out to me. Number one is the like the rainforest jungle where it's pouring rain. Yep, like, I like that one. I, that I, I just because I think it looks really nice, and I love the. I just think the backtracking and stuff in that level is really really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a level where. I was about to say toward the end, but it's only because that's the order I played them in. But it was one of the last levels I played where every room you go into or a lot of the rooms you go into, there's these four boxes with like chomper mouths and you have to find like cannonballs and throw them into all the chomper mouths to open up the gate to the next part of the level. And I I really thought that was an ingenious little little level. I liked that level. That's my favorite level of the game by a yeah. long shot. I think. Yeah. I think that 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 one where you're like in the pinball machine throwing the the cannonballs into the thing, yeah. the boxes. That it's so much fun, and like I really like how they mixed it up on the way back. Whereas like you are you now have to do this under time constraints, and it made me really like really look at everything to make sure I could do it as efficiently as possible. I thought this was an excellent excellent level design from that one. Yeah, um, that level. That level's dope. Sorry. Go ahead. There's also one. I don't know how better to describe it other than it just looks like a level from Yoshi's Island. And that one I also think is really good. I think it's pretty short, but I remember just being like, oh, look at like the seagulls in the background and like yeah. the, the the clouds. Like it's very Yoshi's Island-esque. And I think that's yeah. really charming. Yeah. There's a couple of levels in this game that like you said, it, it's you swear you're playing like Kirby or Yoshi. Except you've got angry Wario fucking running through it instead. <laughs> um, and then other levels, yeah, you're in like the toxic waste dump level or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I, my favorite levels too, by and large, were the levels that relied on some puzzles. And like none mm-hmm. of the puzzles I in agree. this game are too crazy. I, you know, actually, you know what the puzzles... Oh, sorry. One thing I wanted to rant about just quickly. Well, I do love that level where you need to throw the cannon pinball things into the mouths. That level, mm-hmm. dude, the the control... I, I, most of the time, I think the controls are very good. But when you're carrying something to throw it, if you literally come within like five pixels of anything, you will drop what you're carrying. And there's the <laughs> occasional instance where I was getting so angry because there's one part where the, the four pinballs or there's what you have to find the pinballs in some of the levels. And in one of them, there's a pinball that's up on like a ledge. And then there's a bunch of breakable bricks in front of it. So you need to go find another ball, come over there and throw that ball into the bricks above you to knock the bricks out. So you can butt slam the ground and work the ball across the ground to fall down to you to get it. And I'm trying to throw this ball up there into these bricks to break them, to open up the path to the other ball. But every time I jump up on this platform, I must just barely be touching the wall or something. And Wario must have the butteriest fingers that i've ever yeah, seen yeah, and i'm like yeah. just hold on to the ball for three fucking seconds that that whoa do you know same as like when you're in the bonus levels i want to get into that now some of the secret areas we have that little professor guy that you can throw around like a ball and oh i, I did the, i did so little of this but like i, I did too. encounter it but i did so little of it 
yeah, I, I did a couple of them and then realized all it is is you're getting more jewels that just add to your high score. So if you're playing for a high score, I could see the, the merit. But solving some of the puzzles in those rooms were really neat. Those are some of the cleverest puzzles in the game. But again, you pick up this little old man and you're going to throw him around and God help you if you come within a few pixels of a wall because you're going to fucking drop him over and over and over again. Oh my God. I was like, dude, this, this man, for anyone that's seen, have you seen The Replacements, the football movie? No, I can't. I, I don't. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, for anyone listening that has, Wario is Clifford Franklin. Like he, he's a receiver that can't catch a football. Like, <laughs> like Wario cannot hold on to fucking anything. It jives me up the wall. So I'm. I had to get that. Ah, felt good. But <laughs> Another, but I like the I like the puzzle yeah. levels though. That's all. Go, going That's the back, point. like the way I felt playing this game was that like each world had like these two levels at the beginning that was like a short platformer level that felt like a Mario game or 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 a Yoshi game or a Kirby yeah. game, and then the second one's like it's a bit longer, but it's the same sort of thing. When you get into the third and fourth, they almost feel almost like like 2D versions of Zelda dungeons where you actually really do have to take a lot of looking around and like you, you have to traverse from point A to point B, sometimes back to point A just to make yeah. sure that you get everything. Yeah. Um, one thing they, they open one, up yeah. big time. Sorry, <laughs> one thing too, that I wanted that I want to just like throw out there before uh, we, we move on from the pinball level because the pinball level also did something that I, I loved and had me absolutely howling laughing. And that is that every pinball machine that you go into, because I think you go into like five or six in that level, has like their own specific like design to it like a pinball machine would. And I think it's really cool. But one of them is like a forest theme and around in the background, you can see like these vaguely sexy photos of Bigfoot that I just think are so funny. I just howling at the vaguely sexy pictures of Bigfoot. I don't think I noticed that. What? I would have to look that up. I don't think I noticed yeah. that. That's phenomenal. I mean, I'll Big send you a photo right after. Yeah. Yeah. Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. is kind of sexy. So that's fair. Yeah. Shaylee's right across well, the wall. And she just looked at me like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're talking about sexy Bigfoot. In I here. like sexy Bigfoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but save that for um, anyways. Yeah. I also um, think that the last level in the game that um that kind of forces you to that gives you the timer right at the beginning of like nine and a half minutes. I also think that's an awesome level. I think that level is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I, I liked that level too. I, I liked the timer right out of the gate. I liked the way the background and stuff looked. And and that, that segues into the, the one note I had that we hadn't talked on yet was some of the powers that Wario mm-hmm. gets in this game. And in that oh, yeah. final level, it really, it calls back to like all of them. And like throughout yeah. the level, you're picking up all these different powers. So if, again, if you haven't played it, there are some enemies that don't impact you at all, but you just fight them and you move on. But there are some enemies, there's like there's like hornets or bees or whatever they are, and they sting you. And that's my favorite one. And then Wario's head gets huge. And he's got this dangly little body like floating down underneath it. And you float up in the air until you hit a ceiling of some kind. And then he deflates and falls back down. And I've always like, remember in Super Mario World when you get the pea balloon and Wario gets all like constipated and then he... I always said that he like farts and he lets all the air out and he, and he falls down. Like the, I've always found it funny when a character like blows up big and floats up in the air like that. And I think the Sprite of Wario holding onto his face with this look of concern because he just got stung by this bee as he's floating away. Just it makes the like eight year old me laugh every time I see it. I, that was easily my favorite Sprite in the bunch. I thought it was so good. Um, I'd agree, I'd agree with that. Yeah. There's like, fuck there's the uh you can get hammered by the enemy and then you turn into like a spring and that was what i'm talking about that was the one that i struggled with because you have to hit jump kind of as he's um compacting on the ground and then he'll spring up in the air 
And oh yeah, but it doesn't work all the time. No, and that was the one where I would get frustrated because if you don't hit that jump in six or seven bounces, then he just comes out of spring form and goes back to normal. And sometimes I'd have a hard time getting the timing down to make him jump up in the air like that. And yeah. I, I'm glad and, it wasn't just me. I'm glad you struggled with it too. It wasn't just me. Then. So, so I did struggle with this. And what I struggled with even more, I'm going to do some spoilers for the last boss. Is that yeah, the we're last spoiling. boss, there's a part where the last boss has to th- like throws a hammer down. And what you're supposed to do is throw the hammer in the air, have it come down and hit you in the head, which it didn't work most of the time. And nope. then launch into the the final boss which again was also inconsistent so sometimes i'd be like i finally i'd be like smash an a trying to get the timing right i finally get the timing right Uh oh i wasn't directly below the boss now i gotta do the whole fucking thing again yeah i had to google that because i could not figure out what i was supposed to do with this fucking because like the the boss throws like a spiky hammer up in the air and then it lands on the ground and then it gets stuck in the ground but the spikes disappear and so i'm thinking like oh okay i just have to go over pick up the hammer and throw it up and back at the boss and then i go and pick up the hammer and i'm like perfect i charge it up i throw it up in the air and then it just bounces off the boss and i'm like what do you want me to do it and like now i get it they're like yeah it makes sense the hammer comes down hits you on the head you turn into springy mario or wario when you hit him but i was just like what kid what person doesn't instantly think i pick up this hammer and throw it in the air and it hits the boss in the head like of course that's what you're supposed to do but no at no other point at no other point in the game do you personally pick up a hammer, throw it in the air, and have it hit you in the head. Exactly. At no other point. And while you're fighting that final boss in other forms, like the green slime ball thing that's bouncing around, that's literally what you have to do is you drop it, you knock it down, pick it up, and you throw it up in the air and hit the boss in the head. So why wouldn't I assume that I need to pick the hammer up and throw it at the boss's head? Not throw it I up in the, the air bag- and let it hit me. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, this is just a random <laughs> note, but like every time she threw like that little green monster that would kind of like way from side to side, yeah. I always thought like that just looks like green Ultros from Final Fantasy VI. It's totally. I thought that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to Ultros. I love that guy. Uh, we love Ultros. We support yeah. Ultros on this show. He he's the Ziggy of Final Fantasy villains. Like, will he ever <laughs> win? And the answer is no. But no. Um. But yeah. So there's a, another power you get that I actually thought was pretty cool is the the bats that sting you or they bite you or whatever. And then you turn into like a vampire bat and then you can fly around, but you can't touch the lights in the background. I did find some of the light puzzles frustrating, but I did think it was like a cool thing. And every time I got, I touched a light, I was like, well, I know it's my own fault, but yeah, there dude, the, the, like everyone listening to this has probably played a game where the hitboxes are bullshit. Either they're way too big or way too small. The hitboxes are so almost obnoxiously succinct in this game that like one (laughs) pixel of your bat Wario head touches that light. And you're like, I mean, sure. But like, I would challenge that. Like if it was, if this was a sport, I would be asking for a replay on this because that was pretty (laughs) fucking tight. I'm going to need it in slow motion, please. What else was there? Oh, there's the, those monkeys that throw the fruit. And if you eat the fruit, they make it all fat. Yeah. Yeah. You get all bloated and then he can barely jump but he can like smash through everything. The The only beef I had with that power was I'd smash through what I needed to smash through. And then I would just kind of have to kill time until he finally digested this apple and went back to normal. Yeah. I would just, I would just like stand there or just like jump over and over again, hoping yeah. that like exerted some sort of energy. Um, yeah. There was and also I, the, there's also the fire one, which, which is pretty synonymous throughout most Wario Land games, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Where he gets like, <laughs> I love the sprites for that one too. He gets lit on fire and he's running around with that panic. And then eventually he like melts 
and then he like just comes back to normal. I liked the way the fire worked with some of the puzzles where you get lit on fire and then there'd be a block with a fire symbol on it and you knew you had to get Wario to that block while the fire was still on him, but you can't stop running and while you're doing it. And it, it's like, they're not super complicated, but they took me a few practice runs to, to stick it. And I liked yeah. that. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I like that fire one too. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Especially because with the fire ones, if you would hit the wall too many times, you'd be like, no, it, it, it canceled out before I got yeah. to where I needed to go. Oh, and you'd be like, you'd be inches from where he has to get. And then he'd fucking <laughs> yeah. light on fire. And I was like, you can't take being on fire for two extra seconds, Wario. <laughs> uh, there's the snowballs that fall from the sky or the ceiling. And then you just get caught in like a big pile of snow. And then you can push down and roll down a hill and the snowball gets bigger and bigger. Like really Dude. doesn't take a lot of skill to do, but they're really fun to play as in the, fr- I, I got to admit in the fridge level, it take, it took me like 20 minutes to figure out the puzzle that had to do with the snowballs. It took me forever to figure it out. And then well, when I figured not- it out, I'm like, you're dumb. You are so dumb. <laughs> but I don't think they're as obvious as, cause like most of the other abilities you get from enemies. And this is just snow falling from the ceiling. It's not like there's mm-hmm. like a snow, like in a, oh, fuck those enemies that blow the ice cold air at you and freeze you and blow you back oh. until you hit a rock. It doesn't even hurt you. It just inconveniences you. I hate those guys. There's, there's one in that, I think it's either in that level or it's on the way back in the fire level where he's down like a corridor and like, but the corridor is clearly like three, like three points high and wario is one point high or, or two points high and so if you try to jump over it it's just gonna clip your bottom half and yeah. so i would just i just kept getting pushed back to the beginning of this hallway over and over again timers ticking down i'm pissed off yeah those oh those ice guys drive me fucking bananas um I'm trying to think i know there was one other power that i wanted to bring out what the fuck was it and now it's escaping me we did the bat we did the, the sting we did the fat wario the snowball the spring, the, the ice. fire. Um, oh, the one where it? um, there's one where you can get squished, and you yes. can get squished and become like a pancake guy. Yeah, which was again, you didn't use it very often, but it was neat when it came up. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I just I liked all the animations of them. Like it's just like it's it's they found a way to do like the Kirby thing where he like inhales enemies and gets powers, but they did it in a way where they're not ripping off Kirby because you're not inhaling anybody. This is just what the enemies do to you. And like they're oh no the the ghosts the ghosts that turn you into like oh, the, zombie the, Wario. oh the zombie yeah 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 the zombie one is used a ton in Wario yeah. Land three and I I was I found it pretty under underused here like yeah, I felt like there wasn't enough all it really does is you turn into like he looks awesome like Wario Zam- Zom- uh, w- uh, zombie Wario looks fucking sick but uh, you can fall through platforms because it, you just turn into a hat basically and the hat just flutters down through platforms and then you turn back into zombie Wario. Um, after the beasting, I thought that was the coolest looking animation, but yeah. you're right. It wasn't used very much. That was a, a minor thing. Cause there's only what 18 levels in the game, I guess, if you count the beginning and the end 16, 17 levels and there's like eight or nine powers. So it's not like you could use them a ton. Like they need mm-hmm. to rotate them all in and out, but there's a couple yeah. that I, I was like, you could have probably dropped like that. Let's like the, the squished flat power looks neat, but like, it's really not necessary. Yeah, and I I would say about I'd say half of these are kind of like um are kind of pullovers from Wario Land three, but they did like double the amount of power ups in this game from Wario Land three, which I think is awesome. I'm gonna have to play that one now. I gotta. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Wario fan. I've said it before, and I just want to make sure everybody out there knows that like I, that that's my so I uh 
for anyone maybe that's new to the podcast, don't think that I'm like getting all high and mighty, but like go back and listen to these old episodes. Like I have willed so many games and I have brought up so many games that have then become a reality. And we're all like, Holy fuck. The latest one being F zero 99, which I called to the name for years. And then it happened. And I was like, I can't believe this. So I want all of you to know that Wario is my new focus. I will not okay, rest wanna... until we get a new Wario game. God damn it. That's I, I, not Wario. I want to, I want to derail for like a half second here just no. because I need to grab your opinion on something. You said that you willed F-099 into existence. I, I assume that means you've played some F-099. Oh, I sure have, yeah. What do you think? I really, really like it, but I can't win. I, I have more. I, I bet you I have more top five finishes without a win than anyone on this planet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking I ridiculous. Played- I played it like the full afternoon the day it came out, and I was just like, I think this sucks, but I don't know. Maybe I'm dumb. But- uh, no, I don't think it's for everybody. Like, I think Tetris 99, like, I, I think you can recommend Tetris 99 to practically anybody because everyone can play Tetris. But with the caveat of, like, if you're not really good at Tetris, I can almost guarantee you're not going to win. Um, I think I, I don't 99. think I've ever gotten in top 20 on Tetris 99. Right. Like, it'll it'll destroy you. Pac-Man 99. I still play it a lot, was- but no. Yeah, Pac-Man 99 was cool, but it got old. Um, mm-hmm. Mario 35, I thought, was a really great idea, but I just I was disappointed that they didn't roll out more levels, and then Nintendo just took it away because they hate us. Uh, that um, was, I played that game every day that it was available. <laughs> I'm shocked that they took it down. I'm shocked that they took it away. Insane. Uh, F-Zero 99, I love it, but I'm also... I love the Super Nintendo F-Zero, but I think it's um same thing as Tetris. Like you're not there. You simply cannot luck your way into a win. Like mm-hmm. you and like, and, and the players that are playing have gotten really good and it needed new tracks badly. And they just dropped the whole second batch and thank fuck. Cause I think just the exhibition races get old really quickly, but when they open up the hard tracks as limited time events, or when they open up the mini prees or the grand prees as the limited time events, that's the secret sauce. Like that's where the game gets fun. But I, I still yeah. like Tetris 99 better, but I am enjoying it. And I'm just happy that we have something F-Zero because it's been a long time. <laughs> We've been waiting a long time, Bradley. My theory oh. is, and we'll get back to Wario in a second, but my theory is is that F-Zero 99 only exists because they're probably in the early the early stages of developing the next Mario Kart game. And they're like, Battle Royales are popular. Let's see if we can get this into Mario Kart. And they're see, testing it with F-Zero 99. I- I do think Mario Kart. I think I think Mario Kart Nine will be a launch title for their next system whenever the next system comes out. Hell and yeah. then I'll get I it day that, one. Yeah, me too. And I think there'll be a battle royale mode in it. Yeah, I do think that. So that battle makes, royales are just the they're printing sense. money now. For the record, because I've been asked this so many times, the next ninety nine I want is Doctor Mario. Ooh, that would be good. I Doctor Mario. I personally, 99. I personally do not want to speak to the amount of real world money I've put into Fortnite, but um. You know, I, you know, I just, I, I just would it. rather not, you know? <laughs> no, I get it. Fair enough. Um, getting back to Wario though. Like, I feel like I've, I don't really have much else to say. We've talked about most of the levels. We talked about the powers. The graphics are great. Sound, the music is really good too. Music was really good. Bosses could have been better, but like for the most part, like pretty decent. I just wish they didn't have 
timers. Yeah. And then just quickly, if you haven't played it, there are these three mini games that you can play right before the boss. And you use the money you pick up throughout the levels to buy plays of the mini games. And then the better you do the mini games, the more frog coins you unlock that you can then use to buy items that take health off of the, the bosses. And the only reason all that matters is because when you fight the bosses, there are treasure chests in the background and you're on a timer. And as the timer uh, ticks away, those treasure chests start opening up and floating away. And the ending of the game you get is based on how many of those treasure chests you manage to collect by beating the bosses oh. fast enough. Oh, really so. quickly. Can we talk Can we talk the ending? Because I want to know if, A, you got a different ending than me, and B, I want to talk about my ending because I was absolutely floored. I, I had no idea what the hell was going on in my ending. Yeah, so, like, the thing about it is it's a GBA game, so, like, I'm assuming most of the story is explained in the, in the manual, and I didn't yeah. have the manual, <laughs> so I did look up the storyline on the Wikipedia page, and basically, Wario uh, sees there's this like pyramid in the jungle. He finds about it in the, in the newspaper, and there was like a princess that was in the pyramid that was cursed. So he goes to the pyramid for treasure. He finds a black cat, and then he goes through the the jung or the the pyramid. He ends up defeating the golden diva, who's the final boss of the game. And then he finds out spoilers that the cat was the princess. And then what what happens to the princess depends on how much treasure you got. So she'll okay, like turn so into one of a few different things. Mine turned into a Wario looking princess. So I think what? I maybe I... didn't get. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to see that. I got, um, I got <laughs> yeah, the one pretty, where she, so I looked it up. There's, there's a, a, a ending where she turns into like a, a, a child, a female Wario, a princess peach, like princess or else like a superhero. And I got the princess peach princess. Um, I definitely got the Wario looking princess, which means <laughs> to me, if I was a betting man, it means that I didn't, I only got seven of the 16 treasures, I think. Oh, okay. I think um, I got like 14 or something. So but um, uh, that's yeah. funny. I want to see what the female Wario looks like. Like, was it's it? Very, it's, it's very funny because like they show the sprite and then there's like an actual like hand, maybe not hand animate or hand drawn, but like a drawn picture of her kissing Wario and Wario yeah. being like, ah, oh. but what really confused me happened after the credits and after the credits, they were like later that day. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're in, we're about to see some, some stuff. Yeah. And then I saw, scene. yeah, I saw Wario hit the cat with his car and then the cat went to an all you can eat steak place and went, oh my God, all you can eat steak. And then it said the end. And I was yeah. like, I got that too. <laughs> what but I what guess, is going on? <laughs> I guess I guess what it, what Wikipedia is saying is that Wario celebrated by going to an all-you-can-eat steak place. But I didn't understand that. I, I <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand that either. I was like, I'm I'm down for all-you-can-eat steak, but I don't know what the fuck is going on here. But <laughs> I did like the the ending scene though, where Wario's like just driving through the desert with this giant sack of money over his shoulder yeah, and like is that, like yeah. it yeah. is convertible and the music I, I liked that a lot so did you get I, I got it was showing me like my treasures and i didn't really look at them but one of them was like a golden gba and i loved it yes i got that one too yeah i thought that was dope yeah. so cool yeah. game man i gotta play more of these wario games now i'm a fan Absol Wario's awesome what a great game I'm, I'm a big wario land guy i do i, I should go back and play two because I've because I've never played that. I have played the Virtual Boy one though, and that one also shreds. It's really good. Really, um, well, I've never played yeah, anything played, on the Virtual yeah. Boy before. I uh, well, uh, okay, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever, Nintendo can sue me if they want. Um, I um use my Super Nintendo Classic to um 
emulate Virtual Boy games because it's the only way to play them. And it's yeah. a way better way to play them than duct taping a VR headset to your face. Oh, fuck the Virtual Boy. And- what a... I remember when that thing came out and I remember seeing it in magazines and stuff. And I was like, and I loved everything Nintendo did back then. And I was like, I don't really want this thing. This looks <laughs> stupid. And it was, but, yeah, um, Very bad. but I do want, I do want more Wario, man. I, he's such a great, I remember vividly when Wario premiered because it was in super Mario land Two, the six golden coins and Wario was the enemy. And that was like his premiere. And he was like an evil Mario. And I thought as a Spider-Man and Venom fan, I was like, this is like the Venom of Mario. This is awesome. (laughs) But I love that this guy is kind of over the years transitioned from a straight up villain to Mario to kind of comic relief with Waluigi in the sports games to almost like a he's he's the anti-hero of Nintendo now. And he's so cool. And I love like, I love you. I'm not good with them in Smash Brothers, but I love using him in Smash with the motorcycle and the way he farts and and everything. Like he's just a really charming, well, I don't know if I'd describe Wario as charming, but he's a really entertaining character. And uh, and he deserves more love, damn it. If Nintendo announced tomorrow that they were making a Wario Land spinoff starring Waluigi, it could be 90 bucks. I'd pay it. Yeah, like even just give us a new. <laughs> I've always said like give us a new platformer with Wario and Waluigi, dude. Drop DLC for like Mario Brothers Wonder where you can play as Wario and Waluigi. Oh, you know, like please. something. Just let it us would play be as so, these two guys. Like it would this be so easy. The entire Nintendo internet world has been like put Waluigi, put Waluigi in Smash. Like do something with these guys. Just give us a like. I don't even care if they play differently. Just give us a skin in the voice, and I'm happy. Like some. It's it's been 15 years since we had a Wario Land game. Yeah, Nintendo. Like maybe, come on. No wonder he's got the fucking nose of a guy that drinks too much. He's probably depressed because he never gets to do anything. <laughs> probably like, is fuck- drinking. Yeah, fucking you. Like, no wonder he's angry. Put him in some games and maybe fucking calm down. So, anyways, um, good shit. You ready to wrap this up? That was fun. I like this game. Hell, hell yeah. How we scoring okay. this bad boy? Uh, how, hang on a second. How many years did you say it's been since we got any one of his games? Jesus, fifteen Christ. years. Then that's what yeah. we're gonna score it on. Let's do fifteen years. I know we're about to get like a new. Well, we're not counting the Wario wares and the Shakeits and or whatever those ones. We're counting the Wario Land games. So which also go ahead right before right before I played this I was on a flight last week and I was like I want to play through something quick on a flight I played through WarioWare which is on the GBA online and you know what that's also a great game it's not as good as this but it's also a great game no I like the WarioWare games are fun I just want a new platforming game like the yeah you never played them play WarioWare. Yeah, the WarioWare is like these weird little puzzle games. They're neat. For the record, too, if you're like, man, where can I play this Wario Land for? The answer is fucking nowhere. I think it's still available on the Wii U eShop, if that's even open anymore. I don't know. It's not. It's got to be coming to Switch Online. I was almost surprised. I was almost surprised it wasn't in the, like, launch lineup because it is a launch GBA game. Yeah, I I would be shocked if this doesn't end up on the Switch at some point. It it has to. It has to. Give me it. I want it so bad. Oh, well, I mean, at this point... I could probably go a couple of years now. I've just played it. Yeah, I've had my fill, but still yeah, it should be on there. Your, now. Talked yourself out of a sale that uh, is for a game that you put onto a free service that I get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. All right, so we're scoring it out of 15. So Bradley, out of 15 years with no Wario. That's <laughs> a depressing story. Out of 15 years with no Wario Land games, you know, there are things that I really like about this game, but there was some stuff that I found that was like a little annoying. And like, I don't want people to come at me for using this word, but like there was some stuff that I felt was a little cheap at times. 
Um, I'll give, it, I'll give this a, a solid 11 out of 15 years without Wario Land. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'll go... I'll go... I'll go 12. I Should be told, if, if the bosses didn't piss me off, I'd probably be up in around the 14 mark. Because I really enjoyed it. It was short. It was sweet. It was charming. I could see the replay value of it when you're a kid because find all the CDs or play it on the hard modes or go for higher scores. I can see all of it. But the fucking bosses really, really burned my ass. So I'm going to go with 12. But before everyone gets mad, like that's pretty good. It's like it's like a B. Yeah. It's a solid B game. It's a good game. Yeah, it's like an 80. It's an 80 percent. I think yeah. that's decent. You know, yeah. I, you know, I better think this is a really fun game. Yeah. Yeah. 80 percent is better than any fucking grade I ever got. So yeah. good for you, Wario, <laughs> man. Um, Bradley, it was great talking to you. That was, hours flew by. Uh, if people want more, more Bradley shenanigans without stalking you. Where can they go? Well, I mean, if they want to head over to Instagram, they can go to The Gaming Odyssey. I really just post what I'm up to and what games I'm playing and stuff there. Nothing too crazy. But if you're looking to find me, The Gaming Odyssey on Instagram is the best place to go. Superboy. Check them out. There will be a link in the description of this podcast. And that is all she wrote. Bradley, I am about four hours away from uh, playing poker and losing all my money. So yeah. uh, if, if by some fluke I have to bet remember the game tonight in a pot and lose the show and this is the last episode... Uh, this was a good one. Thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, buddy. That is going to do it for this week's episode. Bradley, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking some Wario Land 4 and every single one of your nerds listening to this. Whether this was your first Remember the Game, maybe your 267th. I don't know. It could be any number. Who knows? Uh, thank you for giving us a shot. I know there's a lot of retro gaming shows out there, and we sure appreciate your support. And uh, if you liked this, hey, maybe leave us a nice review. I, get, I They feel good. They make me feel good. I look at them at night while I'm in the tub. And apparently they help the show. I'm not sure how, but apparently they helped the show. So leave us a nice review if you would. And if you want more of these, I got you. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Literally hundreds. There's like we're coming up on like 500 episodes over there. All ad-free waiting for you right there on your phone. Uh starting as a little starting at as little as three dollars a month. Patreon.com slash remember the game. You also get a ton of other perks, like access to our almost two thousand member Discord or thousand. I don't know how many. It's over a thousand anyway. Uh you can write them to the show, you can write into me, you get discounts on your merch, all kinds of good stuff patreon.com slash remember the game i'm also over on twitch whenever i have time twitch.tv slash remember the game uh i never beg for subs or anything just come by it's free you can hang out we'll be friends also i'm super stoked to announce like i said at the beginning of the show november 3rd to november 4th will be my fourth annual 24-hour stream to raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital. More details are coming in the next week or so. Uh, I have a P.O. box. You can find that at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Just send me a postcard or a letter. Let me know where you're listening. I'll send you one back. We'll be friends. I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Check out Bradley. His Instagram handle's in the in the description of this. Tell him I sent you. He'd appreciate that. It'd be really cool. I think that's it. I think we're good. I think we're going to end it right there. That was a good episode. That was fun. Uh, we'll be back next week, everybody, with Remember the Game 268, which, if nothing goes wrong, will be about Mega Man Legends on the PS1, which should be a fun episode. And for all our patrons, I'll be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass 181, where we'll be talking about the scariest games that are stuck on our backlog. Should be fun. All right? Take it easy, everybody. I'm going to thank some patrons and leave. Talk to you on the next one. Uh, goodbye. 
Hurry up. As they say in Wireland 4, hurry up. I should have... Ah, that's way better. See ya. Remember, the game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the senior executive vice president level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. And as such, I am contractually obligated to uh, thank them as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to... Makeshift Mellow Magic Buddy, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, The Keegs, James Clark, Dave McGee, Dan of DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Chris Fleury, Andrew Wright, Jordan Fraser, Burns, Lil Bunny, Fufu89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Care, Scott Brooks, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Tromble, A Town, Morgan Zane, Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Mercury869, Wolfgang, Darren, Andy Hudson, Doogie, Wolf Magic 21, Johnny from Virginia, Squints, Titan 420s, Uncle 504, Jeff Bergerock, Captain Ed Daniel, John Woodruff, Randy Barrett, Jiu Jitsu Fish, Le- Lever Trahey, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Balsack Teabagger, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Chugger 22, Elijah Burns, It's That Nerd James, Ray San Wontonga, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Mizuru, Juris Dr. Mario, Phil Lencher, Joe the Sandman, Eric James, Nick Amos, Jake Carter, Thomas Childs, Biddy, Laces Out Dan, Beaverboy, C Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Leroy Westrich, Sean Ramos, Matt Babineau, Gabe, Dan Fuselman, Fuzzy99, Decoy Man, a dude named Adam, Why the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon Row, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Storm Beagle, Earl, Hegel Waffle, High Plains Drifter, Esteban Navarro, Kayach, Jimothy, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Dem Boys on the Roof, John of the Adult Children Podcast, Franklin Badge, Drugs and Venom, okay, Sam Carpenter, Donnie the Dude, Walter, Nerdy Hybrid, The Fletchman, Colin Bollinger, Sleeper Hit, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Radioactive Man, Musty Beetle, Graham Kennedy, John M. Watkins, Timothy Sabrinsky, Beef Dingleberry, Hitchy Poo, Len, Ian, damn it, Ian, Bulma Simp, Chevy Boy 9211, Burt Macklin, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Christopher Britt, Zamatos, Big the Cat, Bobby Litton. Brandon Dezeba, Kia Pop, Knife Goes and Guts Come Out, AB Killen, Works For Me, Dakota Guy, Alexander Camps, Neil Cooper, Tom Houlihan, Ted Explosion, Ryan Perry, Alex R, It's the Bigfoot, Lucas Valadez, Itchy Nutsaroo, Mr. Papa Giorgio. <sighs> Just Car Prank, Solomon Soto, Dar Skywalter, Postman, WestGen, Nick Creature, Adam Martinet, Nafe, The Big Deal, Dr. Nightmare 23, Kevin Monroe, Can't Destroy Her, Turtle the Exuberant, Timmy, Beers of War, Because 19, Digital Dave, Marcus Mendoza, Lord Longrod Von Huge and Don the Second. Roger Staubach's pool cleaner Frosty Bear I don't get that but I'm assuming it's funny um, <laughs> Frosty Bear Max Sainden Sour Goatface Alex Ramos Faded Sufferance Benjamin Atkins Daniel Fallon Chris Hill Mellow Yellow 8787 B-Money Hired Goons Who? It's OG Tyler Bauer Fallen Snow Kiku The Supreme Chozorizo E-Man Trucker Mark Sneed That One Kid Josh Raging Irish Atrio Wormwood Shoeboxers Adam Blank still has interviewed Mario Galaxy. Jay Callahan, Robbie Air, Guy Who Does Things, Saban, Brian Richmond, Blobby Rogers, Glue Scappin, Bula, Adam Blank's Evil Twin, Matt Zeus, Buy Me Bone Storm, Plow Caring, Cesar, Fill Up My Mouth With Farts, Liquor Like Luigi, Cody Thompson, Uncanny, Elephant Cat, Scissor Fist, Big Daddy Randall, <sighs> Ryan Wickcomb, Flinny123, Austin from Past to Present Player Podcast, Lord State Puff, Johnny Zubu81, AJ McCurgy, Lotus, Lotus. Philip Ramsey, nothing could possibly go wrong. Alex McIntyre, S, Bearded Bastard. Adam Blank, Loves Mario is Missing. Eric Hopewell, Clockwork, Orange These Nuts. Andrew Rodman, Chorizo Nino, David Schroeder, Theodore, Philip, Forsaken Hero, Diablo Spartan, Justin Blair, Wilco, and VOS Ranger. That was not the worst I've ever done. I'm not sure that's VOS Ranger or Boss Ranger. Oh, and it's Ranger, not Ranger. Whatever, it was good until the last one. Take it easy, everybody. Cheers.